Happy Wednesday, everybody. How are you doing? I hope you enjoyed our awesome discussion on Monday about the crazy Novak Djokovic sponsorship and that whole situation and nut job Trudeau. And I hope you are having a good week. Welcome back to the show. It is apparent around not only the UK, the US, but the West as a whole that we are facing a migrant crisis right now, in particular, and perhaps more worryingly, an illegal migration crisis. It's happening with Biden's awful borders in the US, and it's happening with our fake conservatives over here in Britain. But it's also happening, I believe at least, elsewhere too. This is a global issue. And it's been brewing for many years. I mean, it's been brewing for decades. The discussion of illegal immigration has always been a controversial one. However, those who tried to warn us of its build-up, of its development, were merely labelled xenophobic or racist or whatever it may be because they warned that having thousands of undocumented fighting-age men coming across the border and not being documented might not be as safe as it's portrayed. (gasps) Shocker not to mention how unfair the entire situation could be for national citizens. Well, Fox News reports, and be prepared to get angry, that a 95-year-old Korean war veteran living in New York City was kicked out of his assisted living nursing home in New York last week to make room for, you guessed it, migrant housing. But worse than this, he wasn't just kicked out for economic migration or for refugees or legal immigrants. No, he was kicked out to house illegal, undocumented migrants. Fox News reports that he, disgustingly, was given under two months' notice to leave. He issued the following statement. It's very, very powerful if you ask me. One day, there was a notice on the board. I think that gave us a month and a half to find out where we were going to go, he said. I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb because I'm not that fast. If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curve. That was it. I said, no, 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 you're not moving me. And they said, yes, 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 we are. Everything was done behind closed doors. We didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time. Obviously, this is disgraceful and it's happening around the world. As I said, not just lefty, but actually so-called conservative governments who are not putting their people, who are not putting their veterans, their pensioners first. It is an expression of the America last, Britain last attitude that the establishment politicians are rooting for. And I am just glad that Tamaro, who is this gentleman, is safe with his daughter after this entire crazy situation. On this same note, we are seeing that even many public figures are having, you know, they are at the end of their tether with this crisis. Home Secretary Suella Braverman said the other day that, quote, multiculturalism has failed. A controversial statement indeed. And only a few short days ago, Elon Musk tweeted from the Eagle Pass border crossing to give what he described as an unfiltered view of the surge of migrants where he attended. Take a look at what he had to say from his perspective and what appears to be the real perspective of undocumented immigrants crossing the border. By saying, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, obviously Elon here, um, I'm uh, at Eagle Pass, uh, just arrived, and um, we're, we're just going to go around and, and talk to the 
um, the, the major officials uh, and, and law enforcement and whatnot that uh, are here as and, and just kind of eyeball the situation, get a sense for what's going on and, and uh, so you can get the kind of like the real story. Hey guys, <laughs> how's it going? These people, this is, I mean, this is the shot right here. Okay, this I is... Mean, this. These people, you see how orderly it is? Yeah, I mean, it's and actually, it's very orderly, so... It's, it's like an orderly, chaotic, unruly event that's happening. Okay. Um, and, and it's wrong. It's wrong for everybody involved. Sure. And we're not talking one or two people. We're talking thousands of people every day. Thousands of people every day, yeah. yeah. All right. Hmm, yeah. Love him or hate him, I think that is very intriguing and that he really does summarize the situation pretty effectively. I mean, how true indeed with Musk visiting, the fact that Musk, Elon Musk is visiting the border, it really must be a real issue, a very real hot current issue like we know it is. Legal immigration can certainly have its advantages in my opinion, but letting illegal aliens from totally different cultures without any background checks, any criminal record checks, no, don't worry, just come on into the country with some border patrol officers as we have actually seen, just joking around and laughing with them as they enter. So they can take the jobs and the housing of already struggling citizens. It is just unacceptable. It is It is just incomprehensible. Yes, love thy neighbour. Yes, act peacefully. But why don't we lend our focus a little more to our own homeless veterans, pensioners and struggling single mothers and teenagers before dishing out aid to all and sundry? You can understand the frustration of so many, so many Britons, so many... Americans, so many citizens, actually, in the world as a whole. You really can. I'm going to be speaking with Sydney Jones next week regarding immigration and many other issues. So be sure to check out that interview. She is an awesome 18-year-old journalist. It has come to my attention also that another current issue our overwhelmingly woke culture is fueling and is facing is a lack of parental discipline and a complete and utter sense of lunacy in some cases when it comes to so-called parents. Now, we are about to watch a nice piece of progressive, I, I don't even think you can call it that, parenting whereby some quote parents, I'm actually not comfortable calling them parents because I don't think they warrant the label, raise their adopted children genderless. Now, I am aware that even the most fluffy, gentle, undisciplined parents usually would not even conceive of or consider this, but let's take a look at how warped the mind of these adults are, the collective mind of our woke culture. These, quote, parents actually went viral a couple of years ago, but let's remind ourselves of how insane some of these activists really are and why they should be nowhere near our kids. If you haven't seen this already, let's blow our minds together. Prepare to take a nice deep breath. This is Ari, Gwendolyn and Brynifer. They are in a polyamorous relationship and they all parent Hazel and Sparrow. We have a two-year-old antigender baby and a 10-year-old who is non-binary. They have chosen not to disclose Sparrow's gender. We don't know it yet. It's something that Sparrow's gonna have to figure out and then tell us. But their parenting approach is controversial. I have literally received death threats. Crazy, crazy lady. I hope karma hits you back and your kids grow up to detest you. 
These polyamorous parents let their children choose their gender. And for their oldest child, Hazel, that's neither male nor female. Please tell us how and why you decided to come out as non-binary. Because the pronouns she and he did not fit. Stop. Non-binary honestly, was honestly, what I stop. You, you want me to tell you why they, she, decided to come out as non-binary? You really do? I'll tell you why. Because she has narcissistic and emotionally abusive parents, if you can even call them parents, who are using their children, including her, as social media tools for a political narrative. If it wasn't for those three, the thought never would have entered this impressionable girl's mind. It is insane. Though I do choose to act and look um, more feminine. Can I go down now? Of course. <laughs> and two and a half year old Sparrow has yet to make a choice about their gender. Sparrow, do you want a banana? Yeah. They're anti-gender, but we're using they, them pronouns. Sure, they have anatomy, we understand it, but like that's not indicative of their identity. It's something that Sparrow's going to have to figure out and then tell us before we can panel anyone else. Oh my goodness, I cannot comprehend the brainwashing these children are experiencing in that household. I mean, the fact that their entire upbringing is now ruined, in my opinion. Their mental health will inevitably, from my point of view, be ruined because their polyamorous parents are fueling the problem. Worse than that, creating the problem. The damage you do psychologically to a two-year-old girl when you deny reality, you can't even have the guts to tell her she is a girl. It's as if these guys or girls or whatever you want to call the parents literally want to create gender dysphoria in the kids so they can maintain their social media platform and views. I can't even wrap my head around how offensive this is to people who are organically and genuinely dealing with similar issues. It's disgusting and it's actually grotesque to me and abusive. Of course, also, they muzzled the kids on the way to the park in that clip. You probably saw my face drop a little bit there. Let's just say, obviously, they should not be facing death threats, of course, but they should be facing a knock on the door from social services. Oh, and unfortunately, that is all the time we have left for today. Crazy, um, slightly infuriating episode at some points, but I'm sure most of you will agree. Most parents are pretty awesome and not like that. That is the stuff we need to fight infecting our children's mind peacefully for sure. I will be back at 9pm on Friday for another brand new episode on X, formerly Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts. Stay free, my friends. Stay committed to truth. And I will always be here to share the real news, often the stuff the mainstream media will not be sharing. Have a wonderful rest of your week.